Hey everyone. This is Mukul and this is Swapnil. Welcome to Going Slow podcast where we discuss our product journeys and also have casual discussions around life, universe and everything in between. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 5 of Going Slow podcast. Wow. 5 is a big number. <laughs> It feels like a milestone. Uh, in every episode we say that now. <laughs> yeah. But I agree. <laughs> It's been a month right? we released the trailer on 3rd November. So yeah. Uh, true. Almost 30 days back we released the trailer and after 3 days the, we released the first episode and I like that we are consistent. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So let's start. What's up? What have you been up to? nothing big has happened but it it's has been it has been a good week so we just check the november stats and it was a positive growth month for us so that's a small win for us we had a negative month two months back so we are happy that we are now uh, going to the right and the top so yeah that's it what about you how's it going Yeah so I rocket the cohort is in progress and the replacements would start the mid of the month so we just preparing for that and other than that I'm just traveling like you can see me in a new setting today and I'm traveling again tomorrow so yeah next week is mostly mostly at some place or the other looking forward to meeting a lot of old friends interesting so for rocket it's not a monthly recurring revenue right it's hmm. uh, like when the cohort is running then it is it must be running on the cash flow you have already and after that once the cohort is done once some members get assigned to a job then you get the revenue right 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 and in that also there is a delay because there is a duration there's a time period for which if the candidate stays then after that you get paid so it's it's not even just after placement it's after they complete their their probation or some time period that they stay there it's like a very long process oh that's a very interesting and do you see a drop like do you see there is a drop in that or is it like 100% you get the or do you see sometimes that there is no, a drop it's it's not even close to 100 there there's a significant drop there and uh, there are a bunch of reasons sometimes people don't like the work sometimes companies don't like the people for, for whatever reason they they feel that they should be doing more or yeah it, it's a bunch of reasons it's it's very hard to predict anything in the talent market especially as of now because as of now things are remote so there's a lot of optionality in the market i think from maybe 3 months down the line it will settle back because i'm hearing most of the companies are bringing their employees back even if not to the office but at least into the same geographical area like within a certain distance of the office and uh, yeah, i think that's how hrs are looking to retain talent got it 
do you think you will have ever a physical office space for rocket like do you ever imagine that i think as per my lifestyle i don't want to do that <laughs> but it depends on like how fast or how big we grow right now we are a very small team so we can we can sync on calls and stuff but let's say we grow to 10 plus people then i don't know maybe it, it depends on what people say like if people say we are okay doing remote thing so i don't want to force people to come to an office what i have in mind is and i want to experiment that early next year is doing sprints in person so i've seen some open source projects do this stuff so i know the vue.js core team what they did was they brought all all the core contributors at one place for a week and then they they did a lot of brainstorming in person and of course the actual coding part could be done later but all the planning and architecture and uh, all the key design decisions they took during that one week of physical uh, presence and uh, i hear that was a very productive week for them so i'm think the same that maybe in the next couple of months if i can get the team together at some place maybe goa <laughs> but yeah let's see at some place i just get together for a week and just work on some experiments and brainstorming basically because the rest of the work that that i don't feel we need to be in the same room for but just planning the roadmap and uh, experimenting with new domains that that i feel would be done much better in person and it, it it also gives a reason to just hang out with a team like i haven't met the team in real life yet so i think it will be a good good way to catch up as well and party for sure makes sense makes sense it's a it's like uh, annual retreat but i think instead of annually you will do it mm-hmm. on like regular intervals or maybe quarterly or something like that yeah yeah i think annual would be Bit, either half yearly or quarterly is what i have in mind and again this will figure it out after trying but yeah i want to try it at least once in the coming months and see how that goes makes sense totally so i saw on your twitter that you did an appsumo Uh, yeah so basically we listed independent version of a pointo in appsumo it was totally an experiment there was nothing to lose kind of so we just want we as mentioned in the earlier podcast that we wanted to uh, kick start the independent version of a pointo and do a solve that cold start problem so we published it in the appsumo the response is okay not i would say what we were expecting so we are just now circling back and thinking should we do next what things we can improve on and what are the things we should focus on actually because it's totally there are multiple directions and we are not sure which direction is the which direction would turn out to be the best so we are just trying like so it's like a chessboard so there are eight pawns eight directions so we are just <laughs> moving pawn all pawns ahead and will which which pawn has higher priority in the right. future so to list on appsumo like do you have to pay a fee or how how is that process no uh 
I think they have two different plans. Uh, one is AppSumo. Uh, you can list your app there. That's what we have done, and mm-hmm. it's free. Whatever basically sale happens through AppSumo, they will take 30% cut over that, and we'll get 70%. But there is other thing called AppSumo Select, where they take like extra measures, like they where they will push. Uh, their marketing team to market your product in that case they will take 70% cut and you will get 30% cut so in that case like the I think the number of sales and the revenue is a lot higher because their marketing team is pushing putting a lot of efforts in that yeah the I think it's the price for distribution which we were ready to pay for but we did not get selected for select so uh, we were like, let's do AppSumo then. Well, like 70 is pretty high. And then you, you will also give a discount. Like normally AppSumo has these lifetime deals. Uh, yes, yes, yes. It's 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 everything. It's like uh, leverage. They have the leverage. They have the distribution. They have everything. And uh, you just want to like kickstart that cool start problem and just want to get the things rolling so there's a huge discount on your plans plus the 70% cut but I mean from our side we were okay with that like we were totally on board like it's totally win for us in the long run in uh, initially it's a bit lost definitely but in the long run we see it as a but yeah I mean this kind of marketplaces are amazing way to generate revenue i think udemy takes 60 percent cut that's what i have read if uh, you're buying courses on udemy udemy takes 60 percent cut and creator gets the remaining 40 so that's the power of distribution i would say <laughs> yeah i mean good business in itself <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'll give you one more example regarding the power of distribution. So there is this TV series called Cobra Kai. Have you heard of it? It's a TV show. So its first season was released on uh, YouTube uh, TV, sh- TV series. Uh, YouTube was releasing a lot of TV shows. And this Cobra Kai's first season was released there. And the first season was decent. Like it was nice. But it didn't get the viewership it deserved. So next time, the next season was renewed on Netflix. And when it was released on Netflix, it was in top 10, it was hit. And it got all the viewership or all the uh, like things they wanted and more when they uh, got released on Netflix. So the headlines of the news were something like this, that the Cobra guy got saved by Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> because it's the distribution that solved the problem not the content so <laughs> that's when it hit me like it's always always the distribution that will solve the problem and not the product or the content <laughs> yeah makes a lot of sense yep so in the last episode i think we discussed uh, my books but we uh, like didn't get a chance to discuss your book so i i know that you write like a lot of books every year right so what are like top i'll put a number so that you will get hard you'll have hard time to <laughs> decide so what are your like top two fiction and top two non-fiction books oh okay okay i'll take a moment to collect my thoughts here this is like very sudden 
So fiction, first one I'll put the Alchemist for sure. That is like that goes like without thinking. That has had a lot of effect on me. I think I read it at the right time, and that, that's the thing with most books, not most books, like all books. It you need to pick it up at the right time, and I think that's what I did with the Alchemist. And so, like, have you read the Alchemist? I started it. I didn't finish it. <laughs> is so, like did you pick it up recently no no i picked it up like 5 6 years back when i was in college when i didn't have any patience to <laughs> yeah, yeah so maybe maybe if you pick it up now maybe you will relate more to it because it it so the overall theme it, it relates to a lot of women's and how everyone is conspiring to help you like there's a concept there they call it pronoia So pronoia is the opposite of paranoia. If you're paranoid, you think that everyone is out there to get you. Everyone is trying to bring you down and everything else. But that theme of the alchemist is pronoia, where it says that just think the opposite that everyone is trying to help you and that was very empowering. So you can just flip your mindset saying you are the hero. Like everyone I think everyone knows it at a subconscious level that whatever we're doing right now you are the hero of your own story everyone else is a side character <laughs> but the book hammered another point which is very important i think for me at least which was there's no villain there there's no one who's trying to sort of block you or trying to put obstacles in your path but it's the opposite you can just ask for help and you'll get it interesting did we read the same book <laughs> i think I, i i did not give book a fair chance uh, I'll, i'll try reading it again i think i have uh, skipped it too early or i don't remember it as of now why i skipped it but yeah makes it like this sounds interesting specifically that term pronoia i have heard it for the first time paranoia is something i'm familiar with <laughs> ஒரு <laughs> top translated books of all time so it's originally written in french but it's translated and i think it's the number of times or the number of copies sold in translations very close to something like bible or something like it's it's very it's one of the top few books that that have been translated into so many languages like after reading it i actually understood why it's sort of a children's book so you can like pick it up as a 10 year old and the story makes complete sense but when i picked it up this year so there's an underlying story for a child but as an adult i could figure out deeper meanings and i think that's what made the book so special to me that you had like two layers of of stories and things that the author wants to convey and it's a very simple it's a short re- read So you can like finish it in probably two hours or something. It's like less than hundred pages, so super small. 
yeah can you can you like uh, give like one line summary of what it is about i mean i just saw like it's very very highly rated on goodreads i just marked it as want to read but yeah can you give like a small yeah short sure. so i just sort of <laughs> read back a couple of the <laughs> excerpts and actually just read out one of them and i think that will give an over overarching theme so so at one place the the author talks about or, or the little print talks about how grown ups like numbers very much so it's like a very meta topic i'll just quickly read it out so grown ups like numbers when you tell them about a new friend they never ask questions about what really matters so they never ask what does his or her voice sound like what games do they like best do they collect butterflies they don't ask any of this stuff what they ask is how old are they how many brothers do they have how much they weigh or something how much money do they have only when they have these numbers in place then they think that they know them if you tell grown ups that i saw a beautiful red brick house with geraniums at the windows and doves at the roof they won't be able to imagine such a house you have to tell them i saw a house worth 100000 bucks then they exclaim what a pretty house so yeah this is a children's book <laughs> exactly is... exactly right it, it's supposed to be a children's book and that that's what i said right it has multiple layers so as a child you can read it and you can be yeah this was a good story but when i picked it up as an adult and it, it sort of hit me at a different level and uh, yeah this was this is just one of them it it also has other themes of like attachment and uh, how everyone likes to just be busy and uh, yeah i think i think i think you'll you'll actually love it <laughs> just pick it up like i said it's a very small book yeah, and like it it was written not recently it was written in 1930s and 40s right like this is amazing like it's very deep and very accurate in that short <laughs> paragraph itself yeah, i'll definitely read it yeah it was written i think the author was part of a war and uh, yeah that that's the, the author has a tragic story he say so he was a pilot before world war 2 and yeah some of it is inspired from his experiences during that time Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's this one novel which I recommend to everyone, and I it has like it has impacted me a lot in a way. Not like to my decisions, but it always like whenever I think of a novel which has like a deep impact, I always think of that novel. Oh, the, because it was such an emotional override for me while reading that novel. It's uh, that novel's name was uh, Flowers for Algernon. So have you have you have you read that? I I have it in my next month's reading list. Uh, it's it's one of the so when I started reading it I didn't have any expectations with that novel so I didn't know what was coming and when I read it and I was like whoa uh, this is like a <laughs> emotional t- train wreck so just to give you a gist or anyone who is listening basically uh, the gist is there's this guy uh, the hero who who is at the start of the novel is mentally retarded his iq is very low uh, so he doesn't know it doesn't 
no simple things or can't do simple things or he is very simple i would say like in and the writing in that novel is extremely beautiful so basically the novel is written on his behalf like from his point of view so you will see lot of spelling mistake lot of wrong grammar lot of a way that a child will write the book in, at the start so what happens like scientists do some experiment and injects him with something which increases his iq little by little so something like his iq starts increasing and in the novel you will see that his writing gets better and better so with time you will see that the grammar is getting better there is no spelling mistake and you will see that the sentences are very complex or more i would say adult way or more bet or more organized and it's it's emotional in a way that because he realized lot of things when he gets smart and so for example he realized that the people who he thought were nice at the point he was simple were not so nice when he got smart like they were not nice to me when i was simple they were teasing me or they were i mean from his point of view he was, when he got smarter he so the ideology was that he will get happy <laughs> but he did not get happy so there are a lot of other things too but it's a very 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 good book and um, i'm happy that it's already in your next month's reading list <laughs> let me know how it how you how do you like it yep yep all right yeah. so moving to non fiction so the first is i i, I like that i okay, will do articulate the first one so clearly both in fiction and non fiction because that is like a common question so like the first is the courage to be disliked and uh, yeah i read this earlier this year as well and uh, it's uh, like have you read it no can you give like a explanation like what it is about yeah so it it's a nice introduction to adlerian psychology so like normally like you would have heard of freud and jung their psychology whatever their work was this is a so alfred adler had like he, he worked on something he called as individual psychology and uh, that that basically says that you you choose who you want to be that's the gist of it and then there are a lot of examples in the book so let's say i'll just give an example and this is some something which he gives in the book as well that let's say you have a friend who wants to be a writer or whatever and but whenever you talk about that particular thing he makes some excuses about how he does not have the time or he feels that he does not know how to write or whatever so basically he tells you some reason so what adler says is it's not that the reasons drive the outcome it's the opposite first as an individual you decide on the outcome he says that's how we usually do things so he argues that your friend has already decided that he doesn't want to do it and now he is making up reasons to make a coherent story of why he doesn't want to do that so he says that even if you meet him or her 
five years down the line the outcome would be the same it's just that they will manifest new reasons now they'll say that they have a family or they have something else and the reasons change so that they can explain to you about why this is not what they are they are doing but at their core they have first decided the outcome and i, I really like like that fact because <laughs> like not everybody talks about this so he basically like denies the uh, cause effect relationship he says i think that is called teleology teleology or etiology like like i'm bad with terms but yeah these are two terms that he uses so one of them is the alfred and jung's thing which is cause and effect that you have let's say some events in your past that that shape you as per your current thing and what adler argues is you have basically decided how you want to behave right now and then you hand pick you cherry pick things from your past that makes a coherent st- story and that to tell yourself as well as others ki hey i am this because this happened to me in the past so yeah that was like a good 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 thing that i read you are giving me lot of heavy points to think about in the morning <laughs> this is yeah really, this is very deep and yeah, i mean now that i think of uh, it's definitely very true in the sense like for example i was watching like a lot of mr beast videos youtube videos recently and if you see him like few years back he, he those videos are still on his channel and he was doing that consistently for 2 3 and he 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 was getting like very less views like extremely small amount of views but he was still doing it because he was so sure of the outcome that he know and he was not giving himself any reasons that hey, i i i don't want anything like uh, i just want to reach that outcome maybe not now but maybe in that time instead of giving some reasons that hey this might not work for me or this is not possible for me or the way you said that first you decide the outcome and then you decide the lies around it yeah that makes total sense because when i saw those videos and i saw few videos related to his journey too and his damn i was like wow this is true very true that he was very consistent and he didn't give himself any reason to quit or he was just going through it and i think it might be true for you too like when you quit your job you pursued many ideas and then you were stuck to the outcome that i will make something <laughs> not the other outcome <laughs> yeah that's really good yeah this, this is like going in the direction of those 2 am conversations <laughs> yeah, in the morning in the morning okay so i'll move to the final recommendation so my second non fiction recommendation is non violent communication and my my key take away from that was there's no real need of anger like anger is not a core feeling that is what i took away from that and at at the core of any anger like if you're angry about something the core is that you expected something and expectation did not meet reality and that is why you're showing anger and uh, i remember an example from that book so let's say you're waiting for someone and they arrive a bit late it could be you are sitting at a cafe or even in this remote world you are waiting on a zoom call and if they arrive late you can feel hurt 
so basically you can start thinking like hey maybe they don't care about my time or whatever and then you can feel hurt and then maybe you can show anger to to basically describe what you're feeling there but it's very contextual you could alternatively if you have a different need at that time let's say your need is to maybe you needed some time of quiet solitude like you you needed some time to recharge even for 5 minutes then you actually are thankful to the other person for being late because you needed that me time for those minutes the author sort of argues that so it's not the behavior of the other person that is making you angry <laughs> because in both cases the behavior of the other person is same that is that person is late but it's your own need that is causing the anger so if your need is to spend time very constructively and purposefully and in a planned way then you sort of feel frustrated and then you show anger but if your need was something else which is just chilling out then you don't you are actually thankful to the other person so it's very like so the core point was the behavior of the other person and anger as like totally independent and i was like okay again this is deep yeah the with with anger i also think that if you get angry in a conversation or a certain habit you already lost that battle actually <laughs> that it's uh, something like uh, because then the senses of getting like a good judgment gets cloudy and it's very hard to say that the whatever you do at that point of time is right or wrong it's almost like being alcoholic <laughs> yeah at that point when i was 10 11 i was very short tempered but i always wanted to be like lot calmer like i didn't want to be get angry or because that's what i've seen like many people who are like very who are like good at something or doing like for example if, if like the way you are now you are running like a startup you can't get angry at things basically whenever things go wrong <laughs> you have to be calm you have to stay calm and take right decisions when you are when any fuck ups happen or any bad things happen so <laughs> i think that's a, that i personally want to practice that and what's <laughs> that too basically yeah yeah like right now you're co-founders right you don't yeah. have people so like with with the co-founder you can never get angry right <laughs> because of course you have to for if you are debating on some particular points but you can argue about those particular features but you cannot get angry on the person itself so yeah. that is a nice distinction to have there uh, yeah it's like for example you are drunk kind of situation right it might make sense in that moment <laughs> but you know that the after some time it will not make sense and and i think for example after running site panda for a year i realized that mostly there will be lot of cases scenarios where things will go wrong and things will go wrong not because of you sometimes because of you sometimes because of other person but there is no point in saying why 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 would you do that and in getting angry and it's just mostly like solving that problem like it's like another problem to solve instead of getting angry uh that's why like when people uh 
get angry at their employees i don't understand <laughs> like you shouldn't get angry at them because they are like very new to the system and if you're getting angry at them then you are not doing a basically good job uh, at that so yeah I mean, that was like my perspective it got created in the last year basically yeah anger sort of feels like a shortcut to convey whatever you want to convey so we just feel that by being angry the other person will understand ki this is not to be repeated but that that's not the solution you you have to tell them what is it that went wrong what how does that affect other things like you have to show them the big picture and you have to empower them to make the correct decision next time like if you haven't solved for these just showing anger is is sort of like i don't know it feels like a power move and it does not really solve yeah i mean one of my manager said to me once that senior employee is not the one who has stayed for the long time a senior employee is the one who has been through lot of difficult situation or lot of different situations so for example if you are so if you have if i worked on different problems then it gives you perspective of like different areas like for example if you are doing just one thing for 8 years then you are good at one thing because you are not aware of other things so he was like senior employees like he has seen lot of different different problems and he has been through lot of different situations and now he is aware that oh there are so many things that can go wrong <laughs> so instead of like letting other feelings control you know how to navigate that <laughs> right so, and it, it's something that many people don't realize so like i have a close friend the, the one i'm staying with right now i just came here uh, yesterday so i met him and we talked a lot yesterday so what he has done is so he was in tech and then he went to the finance domain and uh, now he's looking to come back into tech now he's evaluating right now and uh, he has a total of 5 years of experience but yesterday when we were talking he was sort of skeptical about how he would compete with new grads and uh, i i was trying to explain him the same thing that the kind of experiences that you have had the kind of situations that you have been in that that itself is a huge leverage which nobody can take it away from you and that is actually very important in in work so if you only feel the you only see the surface level which is you get this input specifications and you output the code or whatever deliverable you have but you have all this meta life skills going on as well so yeah yeah i mean one of my friend he told me that experience is something that cannot be transferred so no matter how many tips anyone gives like for example how many self help books on creating a business you read you will make those same number of mistakes when you tried because it's it's just and the i think there is no other way just to go through it i guess and that person i think he has a very good experience of 5 years and that cannot be transferred to a new grad so he has a definitely upper edge <laughs> in terms of life experience so i think i mean he has a very solid <laughs> bio in that sense <laughs> yeah I have a blog post written on this as well. I'll just send you in the chat. Yeah, so basically the gist is your experiences are what makes you unique. So, 
let's uh, add it in the notes too in yeah. today yeah so the blog title is experiences build your skill tree in the game of imagine a game where there are no rules and you can do anything that would be such a boring game isn't it life is no different from mmorpgs you can choose your mission or simply enjoy side quest the core is your skill tree you can unlock new skills and upgrade or master existing ones using your experiences but experiences are limited as they cost time and energy this is your real constraint which makes the skill tree unique to you experience is food for the brain your experience and the consequences you have faced act as the foundation of your skill tree all advice is out there but it's hard to internalize uh, until you have suffered if you haven't experienced it yourself there are blanket words for you i work 4 hours a day why because i have been burned out multiple times you can read about work life balance all you want but it's hard to convince yourself to work less until you have suffered in that area it's the same with charging on day one or charging more for your product you need to go through this journey yourself to appreciate this advice only then it will be imprinted in your mind making it easy to remember in hard times you might already agree that writing is important but have you faced a consequence because of your lack of writing skills been denied a promotion once because of this you can't keep everyone happy i have burned my hands once and went into a frenzy now i have made peace with the fact that it's simply not feasible without the relevant experience or suffering to back it up you are living in a house without a solid foundation answers from others are nothing more than stopgap measures they are of no value when things get tough they end they eventually well you'll simply forgot about that learning as you haven't arrived at the answer by yourself so don't rush for answers take your time and arrive at them on your own oh man this <laughs> this makes so much sense <laughs> definitely i mean this is so true this is so true i mean one of the reasons i have stopped uh, saying people that you should do your own thing or you should build your own because and or any kind of advice because first of all i don't think i'm at a place where i can give advice but second of all it's very contextual like if they haven't arrived at that conclusion themselves then <laughs> there is no point in me saying anything that contradicts their view or their that says anything which is not in their which they are not considering as of now like i mean specifically now i consider everything as a game so like for example building a business is like a game now we have crossed like a level 1 the next step is to go to level 2 now we have started podcasting it's we are at level 0 now we want to go to level 1 so it just like leveling up which gives like which sounds fun to me to be honest so this makes totally relatable and it's very contextual too right like for example you can't give me an advice to start a company like i can't give you an advice on starting a company like <laughs> site panda so it's it would be very different because our experiences are very different in both the domains <laughs> Yep, yep. I'll I'll also drop a link to a manga in the chat, and it's actually very similar to what you said that you level up in things. This is like the manga where the character levels up. Yep, yep. So the character starts. I don't remember how, but he somehow becomes a part of the game, and then every activity he does, he gets some experience points. So if you are just doing 
the dishes he gets some experience points and let's say his mom tells him to do something then he sees on a display that a new side quest has been created it, it was a uh, fun thing I, i read it back in college but yeah i feel you just just maybe read the first 10 pages or so i think you get a decent idea of it yeah i follow a similar light novel like this called solo leveling and it's not with respect to this context it will fit right but it's about a person who levels up so he is the only person who is leveling up so there there is no one in the in the world who is leveling up but he is the only person who is level up who is leveling up and with each level he gets some things like some bonuses and stuff but yeah i mean uh, i'll not divert the topic from this but yeah makes sense like this is this can, you, can you drop the link in the chat as well we'll add it to the show notes yeah i mean it's mostly like a story and it's really amazing have you have you watched like one punch man yeah yeah so it's like that right it's like an the character is overpowered and he is going from zero to overpower and it's just nice to read but with respect to the point you have mentioned yeah i mean i totally agree i, I find it fascinating when people do when people do things other than work and they they are like excited about it to make it grow maybe as a passion or maybe to generate a revenue both works like as long as you're <laughs> it it sounds very interesting to me that people are doing so many odd things and i'm all i always get fascinated who how exactly are you doing this how exactly are you doing that and it's always fascinating that there are so many things you can do if you have time or if you make time for it <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to uh, wrap up the episode? Cool. So I feel like we should do something different. So yeah, actually folks, we are thinking of putting it on YouTube from next week onwards. So if you want that to happen, let us know on Twitter. Our handle is going slow pod and uh, let us know specifically the areas that you like so that we can talk more around it. and if you didn't like us then definitely let us know we'll try to improve on it i don't know no promises and yeah until next time stay curious and don't forget to have fun